Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. Uh, I also change everybody's names. You could call me from a private number. You can email me from a phony email. I don't really care who you really are. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have an interest, so if you have an interesting, naughty, true story, that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Uh, strictly, oh, and click on be on the show or go or email me. Did I say go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or email me, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to leave a confession, I have a confession line, 347 Four two zero three five seven nine. That's three four seven four two zero three five seven nine. You could call that number 24 seven. I changed the voices on the anonymous confessions as well. Those are all aired on my Patreon. I dump a bunch of them over there like a couple times a month. There's hundreds of them on over there. So if you want to hear those anonymous confessions as well as the anonymous sexy pics of all of my guests as well as get dis uh, access to my private Discord where there are over a thousand people on there sharing all kinds of things with each other because Discord is a place where you could upload your stuff and other people could upload their stuff and you could talk to each other. People are like fucking hook it up on my Discord, okay? I don't, I'm not a part of it, but everybody else is. It's becoming like a fun community. If you want access to all of that, it's only $5 a month. You could cancel at any time. Just go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. All the links to everything I just said is in the description. So don't worry about remembering anything. So today I have on Layla, Layla London from the Curious Girl Diary. She's been on before. She's done Girl Talk episodes with me before. People love her Girl Talk episodes because there's one thing about Layla is that she talks pretty dirty. Okay. <laughs> She gets very explicit. She has her own show. And what she did on her show, The Curious Girl Diaries, the podcast, is she always talked about her bucket list, things that were on her bucket list, her sex bucket list. And she went out and did those things. We go into this episode talking about how her recent cuck guy that she's been hooking up with, how he wants her to screw other guys now and he could watch. He's looking to be the cleanup guy. She's really into it. She's doming him currently and she's recently figured out that she likes doming and we talk a lot about that. But we then also talk about how she was a collared sub at one time. She had a three-year relationship when she was checking things off her bucket list with a dom. And she was really fucking into it. And it was hardcore. It was like a real dom-sub relationship. She was collared. She explains what that means. She talks about all the specific things they did together. I mean, this guy had all the toys, all the stuff. She went into subspace. She explains what subspace is. She wind out having bruises. She turned out to like really enjoy it she loved being a sub she loved the pain she got really into it and she gets specific about all of that as well as talks about the guy who she's currently doming she happens to be a switch which i think is like every guy's fantasy a girl that can be the dom or the submissive uh she does the dom thing for this guy she's been pegging him in the ass she talks about that He's looking to be the cleanup guy. She talks about his fascination and interest in tasting his own cum. He's looking to taste another guy's cum, but he has a lot of experience tasting his own. She doms him and makes him do all that shit, and she talks all about it. You're going to love this convo. I will put a link to her podcast in the description. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Layla. 
Hi, Leila. Hi, Leila London. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous podcast for my for another Girl Talk episode. How are you? Hi, Kathy. Glad to be back. Hi, Leila. Leila, you host your own show, The Curious Girl Diaries. I think we have a lot of the same listeners, but if anyone hasn't heard your show, they could go listen to it. You're very explicit when you talk about sex, okay? If you want to hear Leila talk about <laughs> all yes. her encounters, she gets really dirty, like dirtier than I get, for sure, okay? Whenever you come on, you don't disappoint. People love our Girl Talk episodes because yes, you are I'm, very I'm beyond explicit. Beyond potty mouth. <laughs> yes, and you talk, you're like a good dirty talker, I think. I mean, have you ever been yeah. given those props? Yes, by yes, from guys that I'm sleeping with, yeah. <laughs> and you have slept with a you have slept with a lot of guys because we do talk off air. And recently, I don't know what we were talking about, but you were like, I was like, maybe you could get in touch with some of your past guys that you fucked, and you're like, I don't even know a lot of their names. <laughs> oh <That's, my> <laughs> it's awful. It is so awful. It is true. Oh my gosh, I feel terrible. <laughs> I'm. So, does that make me slutty? No, it makes you like a good podcaster because you were like fucking them all for content, right? Because <laughs> that's no, what you do on no. your show, right? I mean, you do. I mean, that's what people would get on your show. I mean, you would, though, talk about your encounters with different guys over the years because you've been podcasting for almost as long as I have. So you have a lot of episodes, right? And you do talk. Yeah. And we are going to talk about your most recent escapades. Yes. I don't know if you're or as slutty. Or lack thereof. So there's the... <laughs> It's been it's been very sporadic lately. I just don't know. We were talking about this before we started recording. I think there's I think you're right. I think there's some sort of Mercury retrograde because I've just hit I've hit a, a, a dating slump, I guess. Yeah, you were in a dating slump last we spoke, I feel like. Listen, I think we could do a whole episode of dating in <clears throat> when you're a little bit older at, at a certain time of life. It's very different than dating fresh when you haven't been there, done that. And I think after you have fucked a lot of guys, I think, and I, I think we spoke about this last time, that you're at a crossroads. I think you have to figure out what you really want. Maybe it's time for Layla to really settle down with one guy because that's the opposite of what you've been doing. So you might be just coming to the end of a little era and the start of a yes. new one. And I think sometimes that doesn't happen overnight. There's a moment of not really knowing because you have to leave a part of yourself behind and become someone new. And I think last time we spoke, you were at that place. And it's kind of like, I think maybe fucking tons of guys isn't going to be a part of your future. Maybe it's going to be fucking one guy and going and fucking other guys when you're with him. But maybe there's a relationship that needs to come into your life. Well, there are two guys that want that right now that are actually serious kind of long-term contenders. And one would be happy with if I was a hot wife, he would have no problem with that. And the other one, he'd really want monogamy. So we're that, which would, I have no problem going back to that. Because you've been you know, there, done <laughs> but let's talk about because you wanted to tell me like, because listen, last we spoke, I think you were in a thruple with a couple. People could hear all of our other Girl Talk episodes. Like I said, they're always very popular. People love them. I'll put links to them in the show notes or put the number so people could go listen to them. But you were involved in a thruple with a couple. You were like fooling around with the guy. You were very into fucking him and his wife was very into watching. And now I think you said that you have a guy in your life who you have like a, a kinky relationship with him and he wants to take it to the next level and watch you fuck other guys, right? That's something you haven't done yet? Yeah. We, no, we haven't done that. And so he likes me to tease and deny I dominate him. He really likes it. I like it too. I'm, I generally prefer to be submissive, but it's very fun to, to be this controlling in the bedroom consistently with someone. He came to me the other day and just said, Hey, I would totally be into you making me watch another guy fuck you. And then when he's done, I would lick his cum out of you. And I was just like, oh my God, yes. And we just had not, that's, I guess I just didn't really see, I didn't really see that submissive now cuck me crossroads coming. He just kind of threw that at me out of, left field but i love it i mean i love it when my partner surprises me with a new kink now is this the guy that you were pegging same guy that guy yeah 
Oh, okay. So you have become a little dumb, which I'm impressed with because I happen to be a very domineering kind of woman and I'm totally not interested in being a dumb. But a lot of guys wish that I were because they love my domineering ways, right? A lot of guys love a girl who would boss them around. But when it comes to the bedroom, most girls, because I think it's not so easy to find because I think when it comes to the bedroom, most women roll like me. They want to be submissive. Just like you say, you prefer to be submissive, but you totally get down with being a dom and I think that that's super hot I do and guys must love it because there's a lot of guys out there that like that (laughs) they do love it they love it I mean it's it's so much I was just watching I came across this video that I have of Nico that's his name Nico and I it's about an hour long I I was going through I was trying to my computer was saying hey you're getting low on memory I'm like what the hell so I'm going through and I'm looking for like where's where are the big files I can delete? Well, one of them that popped up was this hour recording of Nico and I. And I sat there and I actually watched it and I masturbated to it, it which was really hot. And I, I, I realized that I'm very good at this. And it just comes natural. And, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. And it does sound like when we have talked about you doing stuff, and even when you just talked about the guy eating the other guy's cum, cream pie shit, whatever that is, I don't know. Yeah, I, I forget what it's called. That you're into Clean it, up. too. It's yeah, the cleanup guy, you're like, you're yeah. down for it. I mean, you would enjoy it. It's like a turn on for you. And that's called being a switch. I think you're considered a switch. I I think I am. However, if I mean, I my heart is in submissive submissiveness, but you know, it, it, this stuff is fun to do. I just don't want to get labeled. I want. I still want people to know. No, that's why I you're prefer, a switch. You, you prefer right, right, right. Yeah. But I love that. But that's what I kind of like. Think that that's great that you can get down and do the other thing because I think that that it makes your dating pool larger. There's a lot. Like I said, there's a lot of guys out there that want a dom woman with dominatrix there's dungeons for that kind of shit guys go there all the time and a lot of the type of guys that like that are really alpha guys they want to oh switch i know i mean yeah nico is a total alpha guy six three professional athlete and he's very cute i mean oh he's hot he really is hot 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 and i'm thinking he can get any woman. God, he could get any woman to do this to him. He's so fucking hot, and he wants me to do it. Oh, I love it. I just absolutely love it. No, but I don't know that a lot of women can do it. Like, I, seriously, first of all, I think a lot of women are shy and they can't get into role playing. I think a lot yeah. of people don't want to be a dom. So I don't necessarily think that he could find anyone. That's why I think like it's great to be able for you to flip that switch and bring it bring the dom to the bedroom every now and then for a guy. I just think that that makes you more attractive to guys because <laughs> you can. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, I don't know. It's, it is fun to feel that powerful to have, especially when I'm making those pop cage on and, and I tease him and I won't let him come. And I just, he loves, I just, he just has to, I get to ride his face and it's all about me feeling good and he has to make me feel good and give me a bunch of orgasms and then if i if i'm in a good mood i might let him get some release sometimes i'll just ruin an orgasm but you know oh, it just depends yeah. on how i'm feeling yep yeah he likes that he he apparently i mean yes he does which is so i just i don't get it i even when I'm submissive, don't fuck with my orgasms. I mean, I'll let you fuck with my orgasms, but eventually I need to have one. This guy will let me just, sometimes I'll make him go a month without getting any release. And I just tease the hell out of him and he has to satisfy me. And I'll, I'll let him like leak a little bit. And then I'm like, nope, that's it. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number 
the website and the email address will all be in the description. Hey guys, do you know that there is a male G-spot? And you wanna know where it is? It's hidden right underneath your taint. Now, I'm sure most of you know where your taint is, but for those who don't, it's that little, tiny, super sensitive strip right between your balls and your asshole, okay? Now listen, if you stimulate your male G-spot, you are gonna have what's called a prostate orgasm. Now I never had one because I'm a girl, but the guys who have called into my show who have had them talk about it being the best effing orgasm they ever had, okay? I don't think most guys have had a prostate orgasm and that's why I am excited to tell you about the Butter Wellness Personal Massager. Their personal massager is designed to externally stimulate the male G-spot. That's right. You don't even have to go inside to have a prostate orgasm. You take their personal massager and you put it right on your taint and you're going to have a prostate orgasm. And not only that, massaging your taint is going to increase your blood flow, giving you stronger erections. And if you have any kind of ED going on, it's going to help with that. And right now, Butter Wellness is offering my listeners 15% off your order when you enter the code strictly at butterwellness.com. That's B-U-T-T-E-R-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. Dot com. Use code STRICTLY to get 15% off. Go to butterwellness.com, use code STRICTLY, or just go to the description and click on the link to get 15% off and have yourself the best orgasm ever. Yeah, that's a thing, ruining an orgasm. I mean, who knew? Girls like it too. I, I, I don't, personally. That's Me why neither. I find it so... Oh, that's what I mean. No, you want to see me turn into go from just just pop out of submissive mode and get into bitch mode. Don't give me my orgasms. That's going to piss me off. <laughs> well, the weird thing I learned on my show from doing my show was that some people, a lot of people don't consider having an orgasm the end all be all. Like they feel like sex can be great without it. Like those two things don't necessarily have to go together where I was like, wow, I'm so average. Like I am like, oh, if I'm having sex, I'm having an orgasm. I could probably count on my one hand how many times I faked it because there's no reason for me to have sex if I'm not actually having an orgasm and I will make you work until I do. I don't care how fucking long it takes me. You know what I mean? I'm not faking it to get out of the room. I'm going to have my fucking orgasm. But I came across a lot of people where they would be telling me all these hot stories and stuff. And then they'd be like, but I never come. And I'd be like, what? I don't understand. And they were like, no, it's like the the pleasure of not coming or and just the experience was is all the rage. And I was like, oh, that's like kind of interesting because I'm all about the orgasm. Like I want that ending to me is the ice. It's like something that has to happen. I am so with you, Kathy. I've heard the same thing and people will tell me like, oh, we just, we're just having, we're just having like energetic orgasms. I'm like, energetic orgasm? What the <laughs> fuck is happening? They're like, no. So I go, do you climax? You come, it's like some new, they put this new age label on it. I'm like, no, no, no. If I'm getting down with you, I, I'm expecting an orgasm. Don't, that's what I'm here for. That's what you're here for. I hopefully I'm going to have more than one. And I just can't do this. I don't even know what this whole energy thing is. <laughs> We're not having one know. and it's still really good. There is though something because the other thing, sometimes it's like women that say that, but they're still enjoying it. I'm like, okay. But the other thing is the guy who goes to the dungeon and he edges the whole time and he doesn't come. And I'm like, I don't yeah. understand it. But then one guy explained it to me and he was like, listen, after you come, you kind of are like, you go from being in like a drunken state to being in reality. And I think the guy was like, I don't want to get out of that place that I'm in. It's so enjoyable when I'm so turned okay, on wait, that if I starts, don't come, it lasts longer. I think that's what you're doing to your mm -hmm. guy. You're just edging him and you're well, creating that space yeah. of being horny for longer i mean sometimes i'll make my guy go for way longer i mean i could have come in two minutes yeah. but sometimes i make it go way longer because oh. it feels so good right I you do don't want too. to of yeah. course yeah yeah 
I do. I was just going to say that I do that all edge while when I'm in the app. I right. won't. Sometimes I'm so stimulated and it feels so good, and I just want to come so quick that I like no slow it down and just I really want to enjoy and the whole thing of it and everything feels so good and I want that to last longer before it's over. But that's what the guy that's not coming at the dungeon is doing. That's probably what your yeah. Nico is doing there. And they're yeah. just making it drag out even longer. Like think that that's what's going down because that guy, you're not letting him come for a month. Oh, I know. <laughs> in a cock cage is he the one that wants he's so he's the one that wants you to see fuck other people right so are you just talking dirty about it now yeah we haven't we haven't done it but he really wants me to get a guy and just have him come over and he has to sit there and watch and probably be tied up and all that with his cock cage on and then once the guy comes then he's going to come lick it off me or eat it off me and clean it up oh I love that thought. So you like guy on guy action? Well, they're they're not going to be touching each other. I don't think that he wants to touch another guy. He just wants to see all this go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But you like, but the thought of him eating the calm off of you, like that's all hot. Being the cleanup guy's hot. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna. Hopefully, it's a it's around my pussy, so he can lick my pussy, and that's really where I want it. Right, right, right. Did you ever, does mm-hmm. he ever, I mean, has he tasted his own cum? Is he that guy? Have you ever snowballed yeah, him he, or anything? I haven't snowballed him, but oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Yes, I have. I have as a reward. That's not true. I have as a reward snowballed him, but he, he's definitely into his own cum. He, that, I mean, he loves to, and he loves, loves to drink my squirt. When I, when he makes me squirt, he just laps it up. He wants to be right there and he literally cups it in his hands and drinks it. Oh my God. Your fluids, your squirt fluids, like what are those stuff that comes out? Wow. Yes. Yes. He loves it. He's, he just loves it. Yeah. And he loves his own. I'll make him when, when, if I jack him off and let him come, then it'll be all over his stomach and I'll scoop it up with my hands and put it in his mouth and feed it to him. Right. So he's totally into cum already. Like he's already yeah. down with his. So really the next yes. best thing he probably, I yeah. think he wants that cum. Yes. From a guy. Do you want it? So yep. are you looking for the guy? Oh, I, I, I've got a phone full of guys that would probably do that in a heartbeat. I just have to make the call and do it. Right. Okay, and then you, I mean, listen, like you have to do it for your show. Is that what you do do on your show? You go back and report? <laughs> People will hear well, when you I actually guess, do do it or will well, you come on my show? Well, wanna, <laughs> well hold on, hold on. But I want to clarify, like, what, what came first, the chicken or the egg? The, yeah. the I'm not trying to go out there and create content. I am exactly. just reporting back about my active sex life. It's either there or it isn't. Sometimes it goes in ways. You don't do it because of the show. Like you're not saying, oh, I have to go get something for my show. So right. I should go set up this threesome. Right. Yeah, I get right. that. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, really, your story is that you weren't having any sex at a certain point and then you decided to check things off your bucket list and then you just decided yep. to start talking about that. But it wasn't like like you said, what came first was just that you wanted to get off your dry spell and just live uh, out mm-hmm. all your naughty fantasies and you did uh, tons of them. Yes. Yeah. And there's still, and then the deeper you go with it, the more there's a limitless amount of things to try. I mean, honestly, you'd have to be so sexually active. It had to be like your job. (laughs) I mean, there's, there's just no shortage of fun, new things to do. And, and I always get something new turns me on that never before did, which is very interesting. You kind of go deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole. Right. So you probably never, you probably didn't always know that you were a dom. That was something new with the Nico guy. I didn't know that I was a submissive. I didn't know I was, that I had a dominant side. I didn't know that I had a submissive side. I didn't know. I didn't have any of these kinks. I was straight vanilla and that was that. Yeah. I just didn't have, didn't know any of this was in there. And then I started, once I started knocking things off my bucket list, it just gets, it just gets, more and more interesting the things that I'm now turned on by. 
Yeah, I mean, and so when you say submissive, like how hardcore into that did you get? Because when I say I'm submissive, I just mean I don't want to dom you when I'm fucking you. You know what I mean? I'm not like, oh, I want to be tied. Well, I like to be tied up. I don't know. Like how hardcore have you gotten into being a submissive? Like what what were your experiences? So, well, I was a collared sub for three and a half years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were serious about it. And... Gosh, he, I had, he, he was the one that knew, had been involved in it well before me. And so he knew what he was doing and just, oh my God, that, that was the big game changer for me actually was that relationship and that, the, that dynamic, that that sexual dynamic, that just, that turned me so, that, that opened the door to all the other kinky shit that I now do. And a lot of the stuff, it's interesting because he's sort of my, I guess, I don't want to, I don't want to give him too much credit just just because I don't, even though he really does deserve it. But he's kind of my muse for when I'm doming. I'm like, I just remember how he did it and the way he structured it because it was always so excited, exciting for me. Mm-hmm. And so I've modeled a lot of that with, with Nico. Well, let, tell me that story from beginning. Start at the beginning of that story. Then tell me some hot stories in this as a submissive, submissive collared sub. Because I never heard that. I didn't even know. I mean, how did you meet this guy? Did you go out looking for a dom because you wanted to try it out? Or did you meet him and he, it turned out he was a dom? Yeah, so he was a, a bucket list. He kind of remember when I was going, when I was working off, actively working off my bucket list, when I had just started getting back out there. This was back in, I met him in 2017. Uh-huh. And I was uh, on a hookup app and I had said some things that I wanted to try. And he reached out and said, hey, I, yeah, I can, I can help you with that. He was also the first, first guy that ever made me squirt. And he did it the first time we tried to. He's, oh yeah, I could do that. He did it with his fingers. And, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and uh, I mean, the whole bed was wet. It was unbelievable. He did, obviously did it multiple times. But so <laughs> that was the first time. It kind of started with that. That was like our, our first date when, when we had sex and just went crazy. And he rocked my fucking world. I mean, I left there feel, feeling like I needed to think about what just happened. <laughs> and then and then we started seeing each other. Uh-huh. And then, then it got more serious. And then it really, then it turned into being in love with each other. And he was my dominant and he knew, but we weren't monogamous. And I, but, but the rule, the rule was I didn't do any BDSM with anybody else. That was his lane. There was no, whatever I did with other people, it, it just couldn't be any sort of BDSM play. And that was just with him. Now, how hardcore did you get? I mean, did you get beatings? Did you get bruises, marks, shit like that? Yes. Oh, yes. I love all that stuff. Oh, my God. Go into yep. it. Tell me some details. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, there's so many times I was tied up, tied to the floor. There's consequence bondage. If you, you want to move a certain way because that feels better. But if you do, you may have something in your ass that's being a hook that's tied to your ponytail that's now being pulled tighter or something on your clit that's now pinching because you're moving a certain direction so he had all these tools and all this stuff already right he was already a dom before you met him right so he he was already experienced through and through mm-hmm. i mean there's and i just want to say i want to say there's a difference between guys that can role play it in the bedroom and then there's a difference be- and then guys that are genuinely dominant men in and out of the bedroom right and that's what made him so just to me just so fucking sexy oh my god everything about him just dripped sex so i pretty much do whatever he kind of wanted me to do would he ruin your sex, orgasms so good. Or, or were you allowed to have orgasms with him in that no, submissive he, role he would he well sometimes he would do orgasm torture right he would strap with with the rope harness he would strap like a vibrator to me so some and then just turn it on and i would be like oh my god come it got painful after when it's just sitting there for a long time but you keep coming and then sometimes yeah he would deny me he would just be like nope wouldn't wouldn't let me do it and he's also the one i said that i think i told 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 you this before i got he as a punishment because i was acting up and was being he said i was being bratty just like dry ass fucked me came in my ass no i don't and, remember the story <laughs> hooked, hooked this i mean like but this was one of the best anal <laughs> encounters i've ever had just when I mean, was like 
Matt, like fucking me, the look on his face, like he was so serious and he hooked his fingers in me and was making me squirt. And I had my, and he had the vibrator on my clit. Kathy, I was, it was like, I don't that was a, that was ecstasy right there. I mean, I just went crazy. It was so intense. So wait, paint that picture. So he's in your ass, like just like banging. Where? So his fingers went are hooked inside your pussy, right? And that's where he's yes. making you squirt. And he also somehow has a vibrator on your clip. Yeah, that's the triple wow wow. <laughs> triple wow wow. Oh my god, <laughs> that is a triple wow wow. I mean, how just many a triple wow wow? How many times <laughs> did you squirt? How long did that session uh, last? Oh my goodness, a lot. Well, I squirted a lot, but he, he, he came pretty fast. It was just about like, I mean, it was about what, just humping the shit out of me, fucking the shit out of me until he came. And I see the thing is he knew that I didn't like, I usually don't, I say, don't come in my ass. If we have anal, I don't want come in my ass. So he came in my ass as a punishment. Oh, okay. So that was, I like, mean, he just grabbed me and started, bitch. right. Yeah. He just, he just grabbed me and was like, okay, fine. You don't want it. Sort of trying to, I guess, direct him on how to fuck me or not in my ass. And so, so he's okay, fine. And just, he pulls it out, sticks it in my ass, hooks his fingers in me so fast before, I mean, I couldn't even do anything. And then just starts fucking my ass really hard. I'm, I'm squirting. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Oh, it was super hot. He, Cause it's that angry hate sex. Like he was pissed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you get into like de degradation and all that kind of stuff ever? The slapping and the choking yeah, yeah. and uh -huh. oh yeah. I mean, he would write like all over my body, slut, mine, come, come dumpster, come oh, here. Sorry. You know, like... <laughs> and that's in the, you go over to his house, he writes all that and then he's fucking you. I mean, that's like how that whole scenario goes down. Yeah. He's fucking me while I'm restrained and writing on me. And then every time he, every time I have an orgasm, he puts a mark on my body, keeps track. Yeah. You have to understand, I don't have any uh, experience in that world. Like when I say I'm a submissive, I'm taught like you're like, I'm a submissive, not like the vanilla people. Like I'm like, no, I'm a vanilla person compared to you. Like when I said submissive, I didn't mean this submissive. So I don't know anything about this world. It's super interesting to me. I mean, did he have a dungeon set up or did he just have all that stuff like in his room? Because it sounds like he's got a lot of things that he uses, like the hooks yeah. and the thing, right? Oh, yeah. Then therefore, yeah. Then I mean, oh yeah. Well, we we had a lot of stuff together that we would buy to use on each other mm -hmm. or well he was using on me I wasn't using anything on him but yeah and you were able I mean did you know before you met him that you were into pain and pleasure or that you could put those two things together because I think that that's kind of powerful and not everybody has experienced that but I feel like that's like a like a switch you could kind of learn how to do that yeah I had never no I didn't even know I mean I had no idea that was in there. He did though. When he saw me, cause I was like, how did you know? Cause I always just thought, no, I'm an alpha female, blah, blah, blah. I didn't, I just never thought I could be dominated, but I wanted to try it. Cause I thought there were parts about BDSM that I thought were, were sexy. So I didn't realize that I thought I was just going to do it once. It was going to be a role play. It's like, I always remember like that one kinky episode good for me. But I got hooked on it. I mean, I was just like, whoa, like I found my place and just love it. But I had no idea. I had no idea it was in there. No, well, because and you said you got beat like bruises and stuff. So when did you realize that you like that? And what is that experience like to feel pain, but have it be intensely pleasurable? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you kind of get so you do i did get into subspace a lot which is a totally different yeah, yeah, yeah. thing i mean it is chemically induced i mean you you do feel like you're on a high it's very strange very trippy and you just i don't know you just kind of get you get hooked into that and so this everything that's going on you you're hyper-focused on each sensation. Like nothing else is going on, but what exactly he's doing to you in that moment. So you just feel everything so intensely. And the fact that it's, but it also feels really good because all that attention and energy and focus is on you. Oh, right, right. You know, okay. And, he, mm -hmm. and he's making you just the center of that. 
Right. And I, that's what I loved. I think most about it was that a good dominant, like they do a lot of thinking. I mean, they know you, they learn you, they study you, they're into you. Right. But they're mind fucking you. Like they really do those see through you and know what you like on some level and give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's about kind of, it's, it's a good one kind of knows the things about you that you don't know yet. They're taking you like, on a journey. Like I see where he see, they see where it can go before you do. And so that's what he did. And yeah. (laughs) See, every time I talk about it, I hadn't thought about that in a long time, but boy, you get me talking about it and going back there in my head and it's, whoa, I can feel it again. It's super strong. Yeah. And now were there, because I know with BDSM, a lot, there's a lot of other things that go into it besides just the sex. Was he controlling you as well from afar? Like as in your daily life? Because I feel like a lot of times I've heard that people, you know, there's a lot of writing involved and I don't know, controlling of other parts of your life. It's not just about sex sometimes. No, it's not. It isn't. It isn't just about sex. I mean, the true, like I said, that's why I want to just distinguish between there's role playing in the bedroom. Exactly. True B, that's one thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's fun to do. But true BDSM, you know, is it's a, it's about the relationship between the dom and the sub. And so they're going to, they're going to decide the things that you're talking about, the tasks and how in depth and how much, how involved the dominance going to be. This is just part of how when you're negotiating the race, the construct of the relationship up front, you, you talk about all this stuff. So, right. It's, it's That's the other thing I love about it. It forces you to communicate and you have to do it really fast and really well. And that's what part of the bonding, I think that's what makes you bond to someone. And you have to really trust each other for, cause, because really what you're doing yeah. when you're submissive, you yes. being submissive yeah. to someone else is you're completely giving yourself to them. You are, you know, you're surrendering, they're in yes. control. Yeah. You have fully yeah. surrendered. They're in total control. So there has to be massive trust there to be able to yeah. get there and then get into subspace. Right. So then you could really enjoy all this pleasure. So it, there's a lot of that communication that goes down beforehand because you have to trust somebody if you know that they're going to be inflicting pain on you. I mean, you guys have conversations about what is good, like what is okay, what's not okay, that kind of a deal. Yes. Yeah. You'll go through, I mean, you go through everything about, there's literally like a, a sheet you fill out and you go through and you check off the things that you want to try what you have tried how much you like those things what you know why you don't if you don't like it why you don't like it and just every single thing under the sun that you have experienced not experienced or would like to experience and hard limits you put if you have any yet you put those on there so how long were you his submissive for? Hey, what did you call it? His collared submissive, <laughs> submissive collared, collared sub. Well, yeah. when you, when you're like a collared sub, it's, it, that's a, like a sign of commitment. Yeah. For three and a half years. Wow. Now, did you ever go to yeah. any kind of BDSM parties or anything like that? Or was it always just you and him solo? No, we would go to, we went to, yeah, we went to some parties together. That was Oh, that was hot. <laughs> that was really hot. We weren't into anybody else, but just being in that, we thought maybe we'd find a girl and I would do that, but we didn't end up the times that we went, we didn't end up finding anybody that we wanted. But what we ended up realizing is we like other people. It was fun for other people to watch us and we enjoyed it. Oh, right. You got a little exhibit, the exhibitionist in you, like you would have sex with yes. him out in public with other people. I, and I never knew that. I never knew that I would like other people watching me. Yeah. But I, I really do. I mean, I don't care what they, they, I don't care what those other people are doing. But if they're if they're watching the connection and the chemistry between me and someone else, and I get off on that. Right now, did you also? I'm assuming if you guys were having sex there, other people were as well. Did you find yourself that you were also a voyeur and it turned you on to see other people fucking it, it right in front of you? That you know, because I, I don't think a lot of people have experienced that, right? If unless they've been to a swingers party or an or in an yeah. orgy, you know. Yeah, no, I mean it's like live porn. It it's it, it's very erotic, right? Yeah, it turn it it turns it definitely gets you going. It turns you on, and you, a lot of sex clubs have different rooms or different things going on. The place where we were at, like one room was was an actual old 
movie theater and it was like one of those old dirty sex movie theaters when they used to go and watch the stag films or whatever and jack guys would just go in there and jack off so and everybody's in there jacking off so i would we were watching this 1970s porn and i'm jacking that was the theme of the room and i'm jacking him off and people are watching me jack him off and other people are there just jacking themselves off or their were their partners jacking them off. <laughs> it was fun so then we, and then we ventured around from there. That was just one room in this place. And then, and then we went to, there was another room where there was a couple having sex and you could watch them. And then we kind of slipped out into the hallway and some people kept following people. People were following us around to kind of see what we were going to do if we were looking for another couple or another person. And then we just started kind of going at it in the hallway and he pulled my dress up and was, was just fingering me and making me squirt and, and all these people were just surrounding us, like right there next to us. I mean, I felt like they wanted, they were just like, oh, please tap me in. But we, we were just kind of about each other. And then we got a room there. We, you can rent a room and have sex there. And we left the door open. Oh, so people could watch. Yeah, so people could watch. And could they come in? No, no. Uh-uh. So they just watch. Because that's your room that you rent. This is a club. This is what goes down in these kind of clubs. This is a swingers club? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Why did you guys break up? You saw him for three years. What happened? Oh, well, oh God. (laughs) Remember, I think I told you, so we had an age difference. We had a big, big age difference. And I, originally when I started seeing him, I just said, because I really thought this guy's, I'm not going to be, the sex is great. I enjoy his company. Well, let's just have fun. And then when things started to get more serious, it's like, I don't, this this can't last because we're, we're just at different stages in life. But we, we ran with it as long as we could. And then I kind of, I, I broke up with him because I was just like, oh my God, I think I just had a panic moment and was like, I need a break. And that was that. Um, was he older or younger than you? What was the age difference? Him older or him he, younger? He's, how many years younger than me? Oh, so he was like, y- way younger. 12. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. he was younger and that's what, that was the thing. You'll never be serious with him because he's younger. I would never want to date someone younger. I would rather date someone older too. I don't, but it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. I mean, some people can do it and I'm just, it's like my ego almost can't take it. I don't want to see the day. Like you don't think I'm attractive anymore. You know what I mean? Like I just, and and that's natural. That would be natural if that happened. And of that's, course, yeah. You know, and I think as women, we yeah. want to be like the hot piece of ass in the relationship. That's right. And I don't yeah. feel like that with someone yeah. that's 10 years to 15 years younger than me. I had this one guy I used to work out in the gym with and he was way younger than me and he was gorgeous. Yeah. And he was like the nicest guy. And I used to just like stare at his skin and be like, oh, my God, your skin has so much collagen in it compared to mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just is like. Is that why I'm always touching their stomachs? Yes. It's <laughs> like, I was like, I don't want to. And it would make me just feel so terrible about myself because I almost have like body dysmorphia. I've always had a good body, but I'm like so picky and like OCD that I could see the littlest flaws and always just not feel good about myself that I was like, I could never handle being with someone way younger than me because I would just, I it know. just, it actually makes you feel older. I had this one guy friend who was really old and I'm sure guys don't care about this, but I just find that when a guy dates a girl who's way younger than him it just makes him look older I don't know because yeah I get the whole thing why a a 40 year old woman would fuck a 20 year old I've done it I've had those kinds of scenarios but to really hang my hat and have a relationship with I don't know that I could do it but I do give women credit for that do do it because I think they're not as crazy as I am and think too much like I do about their skin and all this shit you yeah know? <laughs> I know well I know see Kathy I'm I am same as you I am ex- I'm just wired that way like I that's the thing I, I it was it's cute now but there's gonna come a point where it's not gonna look so cute you're gonna look at me and be like oh my god I don't want to I can't fuck the crypt keeper I can't I can't see that look on your face so I'm gonna I'm going to bail before, even though we might have quite a few more years, I'm going to bail before that happens. I know, but you know, I ha- I heard this one woman who's very famous. I forget what her name is, but she dates a really younger guy who was like this famous soccer uh, star and she's really hot and gorgeous, but she's like in her late forties and he's in his twenties mm-hmm. and she wound up getting married to him and she's so confident. She's I don't, yeah, it's not going to last forever, but when it doesn't last, I'll be fucking fine. And I'm like, that's really what it's about. That was really what 
always blocked me that I think it's the fear of yeah. not being able to handle it. Like why, what, like what you just said, oh, I, we might have a couple of years, but I don't want to deal with it when it ends. Right. So you're giving up yeah. all those years of having that hot piece of ass because I, you're afraid you can't deal I with know. the ending. Guilty. But look at Debbie it's, Moore. I, Everyone, oh, guilty. Ashton dumped her and he went with someone else. Who cares? She was with him for seven years. Like it is valid. And I do give people that credit. I think that they have more balls than we do because they know it, it might yes, not last, right. but they still go right. for the fucking ride and they get what they have and they know that when it does end, and they'll be able to deal. And that's the truth. You're going to deal with whatever happens to you. I deal with whatever happens to me. And I think that's what I realized. I was always more afraid of thinking I couldn't uh, handle it. But I still wouldn't want to date a younger guy because it would just remind me, I think, of my age. And I don't like that. I And I do. And I have to say, I like older men. I think young guys are hot to no, look at. I normally and they do, too. Hot I normally bodies. do, too. This yeah, is right? This is that way out of character. I mean, really, he's only, uh, yeah, way, way, way out of character. I would normally never even have seen this coming on my radar. No, it just, it just kind of happened. Yeah, well, you like who you like and you were attracted to him. I had a, when I was 40, I was fucking a 20 year old. Like I have younger guys that I found attractive, but I typically like an older guy. I like the way that they look. Unfortunately, it's sad, but true. But men look better when they're older. Women don't, unfortunately. It's I know. And it's sad, but men, a lot of times, they get better with age. Yeah. I know. They get sexier. They get a little wear in their face. Yes. And and they look hotter. They get a little bit more of an edge or more masculine looking. And so I find older guys attractive which is great because I'm older now (laughs) you know what I mean when I was younger I always like guys of five years older than me but now uh, I would go 10 years older and we're talking 60s but if he's in shape and he looks good and he's got that gray hair I like it I like an older guy I don't think I could do the hang with the younger guy but just maybe for sex who cares you know what I mean that's for fun because they do have hot bodies I get why older guys wind up with younger women I get why Older women are fucking younger guys. I think we're more talking for longer term relationships. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Your Nico guy, is he younger than you? The guy who wants you to go fuck other guys? Yes. A lot younger or not so much younger? Yes, he's a lot younger. He's hot. And he's hot. I think I saw a picture of him. He's a little... Yeah, like... I did. I, I showed him to you. I, at first I thought he was like... I looked at him and was like, oh my God, he looks like Euro trash. <laughs> he's so sweet i mean he's like the sweetest guy you would think he looks he looks like he'd be stuck on himself he is the, just like the nicest guy i almost feel like are, is are you for real like you look this good you're this nice and you want me to do what you want me to deny you orgasms and put your cock in a cage <laughs> and i'm the only one that's allowed to give you sexual release and gratification so, okay yes i'll do it <laughs> well, listen, I mean, maybe there's something to, I don't know if you go in with what you do for a living with these guys, but I think a lot of guys might have those kind of kinks or the guy, the ones that do would feel very nervous to bring that up and put that on the table with most women because most women would be like what the fuck are you talking about like, ew gross no with cock cage what is that you know I mean like it's hard to yeah. really cop to that kind of stuff with people that I feel like maybe if he knows what you do and how you roll and th- that you have your show and you're so open-minded that he was probably really excited to be like y- you might have been the first woman that he could be open about all this stuff with and what a a great thing for him because how many other women does he tell that he's into all that stuff? How many other women fucked him in the ass with a, with a dildo? You know what I'm going to do? Speaking of fucking with dildos, I'm going to make him put the strap on, on and fuck me with the dildo. Cause he's not allowed to fuck me. Oh, but you, and you could force him to do that because you're the dog. I can, uh huh. I, yes, I can make now. I mean, he knows how to fuck. He's got a dick. He knows how to fuck, so he can fuck me with the with the strap on, but he can't use his penis because that'll be too gratifying. So oh, that is true torture. I feel like because he's doing all Isn't the that moves. Hot? Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god! I, I I was just thinking about that when I was masturbating the other day. I was like with the with this one dildo because it's kind of big, and I and I'm like, oh, 
I know what I'm going to do. I, I, th that idea just came to me right when I was like mid session. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. And you are a three input girl. We've talked about anal before. That's for sure. Right. You like anal. Yeah, I do. I, you know what though? I was thinking, Kathy, I haven't had anal in a while. I don't know why. I just it's it's not always on the menu. Totally. Kind of one of those I think that that's yeah. the same for every restaurant and or yeah. girl. <laughs> it's never <laughs> something that is always on the menu. Except I have a girl named Sheila that I feel like it's always on the menu for her. She's really obsessed with anal. But I think even for three input girls like me and you, because I'm a 100% a three input girl. When I have anal, I fucking love it. It's so good. But it's not every day I'm gonna be like fuck me in the ass. Uh. -uh. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. I don't know why that is. But sometimes if I have an, I once remember like having an anal butt plug and I got obsessed with it and I use it every day for months and months because it just felt so good. Um, but wait, I feel wait, like wait, I go wait. through you had a, phases. You wore, you wore a butt plug? You wore a butt plug? For yeah, but I didn't go out like you did to Target. Okay. I would just use it at home <laughs> to play with myself. Yeah, I don't recommend that. It'll fall out when you're <laughs> trying to check it. <laughs> That's how Layla rolls. She walks around and goes shopping with butt plugs in her. Didn't you t wear it to church too or some shit like that? I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. It, that was really, I'm surprised I didn't burst into flames over that one. Yeah, but no, no, no. It was like a butt plug that I had. And it was funny because it was a young guy. It was when I go, I was fucking the 25-year-old from the gym. He wanted me to get a butt plug for him too. So I just got like matching pairs. We played with it together. He was yeah. uh, into trying some anal action. I have to say he was the only guy besides one other guy that let me, he, one other guy let me put butt beads in his ass. Butt beads are really good. I haven't used those in a long time, but he was the first guy that was down and open to me shoving something in his ass and he liked it. And then I got one for myself and I liked it. It was just like a little, those little, it was like a butt plug on. Those are good. I know. I love, but yeah, so I have, I have one of those for, for Nico it vibrates. Yeah. Yeah. Mine vibrated. Mine was a vibrator too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But he can't that, but it's, but that's kind of like playing with fire for him. He's really, it's so easy to stimulate him. He can come in like under a minute, but I have to be careful because he has to ask for permission. Right. Because he, he's all, I mean, what, what is he currently I, right now? Is he in a cock cage right now as we speak? Or is he able to? No, he's not. No, 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 no. He doesn't have to wear it. I mean, sometimes I'll say, sometimes I want him to wear it and I'll have him put it on when I'm not around. But usually because he's playing sports and things like that, I can't, I, it's, what's he going to do? He can't have it on. It's not very comfortable. And now, do you know about his regular life? I mean, does this guy date vanilla girls and in the vanilla world and you've, you're like this secret life that he's living over here or is he just not even doing that and he's just with you? Oh, because no, he's he a lives, young guy. He, he lives here. He lives here. Locally. No, no, no. I know. But I mean, is he dating as well? Is Because he's a young guy. Is he looking yeah, for right. a girlfriend in the vanilla world he, and this is like his secret life that he has or is he just good with you being his dom and he's he's not looking yeah. for a relationship? What's his deal? Yes, it's the latter. And he's not supposed to be getting any pussy. He's not supposed to get any kind of anything without asking me first. Oh yeah, I forgot. You're so, the dom. <laughs> you just said uh, that like yeah, a bitch. Yeah, so... so. <laughs> Ixnay on the Ixnay on the dating unless he wants to just be driving himself crazy. But you know he did get some. He did get into trouble. He was he got some vacation pussy when he was away without asking, and so I punished him for that. But he told you because he wanted to be punished. He told me because he wanted to be punished. Yeah, interesting. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I I tortured him. Spank, I mean, just his ass was bruised. <laughs> Yeah, when did he bring no. his ass was bruised? I mean, that's what the other guy used to do to you, right? That's where you learned yeah. how to do that shit. How do you bruise his ass? That's right. With a belt, with a pinwheel, with a paddle, with a spatula. I had a cat of nine tails and then a riding crop. I mean, I, and I say belt. I mean, I gave it everything I had. <laughs> wow. So you have all the paraphernalia now. Well, well, so we have a, we have a naughty list and he, it's on, it's on Amazon. And so we add stuff to there that we want to try together. And so he orders a bunch of stuff that we agree on and then brings it over. Do you wear like outfits? I liked it, like slutty outfits. 
Yes. Well, so I did try to order an outfit. I, I do want to get more slutty outfits. I did try to order a, aside from just like wearing like garters and like yeah, heels yeah. and things like that. I, I'm talking about latex stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I did, that stuff doesn't fit right. Like it's too big or it puckers or whatever. Anyway, I need to just, I think I need to break down and stop trying to buy the cheap stuff and buy something that's like off of Etsy that they kind of custom make for you that really fits your body. Cause I think it looks beautiful and it's sexy and I'd love to put one in. He wants to see me in one of those outfits and I would love to be in one. Yeah. He's really talk about, but I don't want it to, the ones that we ordered off of Amazon, just like they, they didn't look right. They didn't fit my boobs. Right. They were too, the cup size was too small. And then the body was too big the, of the dress part. And I'm just like, ew, no, that's not sexy. That's yeah. That's not hot. No, it's not hot. So I don't want like double boob coming out of the top. It needs everything needs to look just right. Okay, so now when was the last time we're going to wrap it up? I want to know though when he started to bring up the fact that he wants you to go out and find another guy and when do you think this you're going to make this fucking happen? Did he just bring that up I, recently? Yes, it's been a week. It's just a week. Oh, okay. So, so you're going to be on yeah. it. You have guys in I'm mind? Gonna be, I'm going to be on it. Yes. I do. I mean, I have, I mean, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I just have to figure out like, what's the scene I want to set? Do I like, do I want some black guy coming in and fucking me? Or do I want some white guy that kind of looks like him? Maybe it's less threat. He feels less threatened about that. I don't know. I have to try to figure out what I feel is going to be the best scene for him. Right, right. This is, this makes you the good Dom, just like the other guy used to do for you. I mean, then you said that's a good Dom does that good Dom kind of reads you knows what you want. And is one step ahead of you to make sure that this is going to be the best experience. So you're trying to figure out what in his fantasy world would be the hottest thing. Yes, like how what what I think is going to twist his mind the most. Right. And what do you think? I Listen, let me tell you something about a lot of the cucks that I talk to. They want a guy with a bigger dick than them, for sure. I, I mean, know. For sure. Exactly. That's a big part exactly. of it. Yes. Yeah. And his, which is, I mean, his dick is big. He's got a big dick. That's so the problem. Go I'm going to be like, okay, so I got, I know. So I really, that now that shortens the list, but I got a few guys in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good, though. That <laughs> it, it, it solves your problem. You know what I mean? It weeds them out. So I think that that's good. Less yeah. is more. And then you, because you just need one guy and you want to bring him in. But I think he has to have a bigger dick because that's something that these guys love. And he might not even know if he's never experienced this before, which I'm assuming he hasn't. He might not know that that's his thing, but it typically goes hand in hand. All these guys that are into even just hot wifing, even if they're not extreme cucks, they like a guy that's bigger than them for some reason. It's a thing. It is a thing. I, I would, I wish I, I, I would, I would love to ask more men that are into it. Like why, why does this, why does size matter? Cause it really, it's, I feel like it doesn't matter to women, but it really matters to guys. Like they want a guy, if someone's going to fuck their wife, god damn it he's going to be bigger i mean it's i don't know it's weird it's a weird mindset but they want to see her stretched out i guess or maybe they yeah they want to see her be able to take it i don't know but i mean you do say i have to say that you do say that it doesn't matter to women but we did a whole me and you did a whole girl talk episode about dick size and all we did was talk about how we don't care about how big a guy's dick is and then in the same conversation we talk <laughs> so much about our best booty calls being the guys with the biggest dick so i just think all <laughs> things exist at the same time it size doesn't matter well, and does matter <laughs> okay well it's not going to stop me from it's not going to prevent me from dating someone exactly, or settling down yeah. with them yeah exactly. i guess so yeah but, but your cock if, wants a bigger dick than him you need to and if he's big unfortunately yeah you have to go bigger than him sorry and i'm special I, i'm specialty hunting right now yeah 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 and i do think the interracial thing is always a big part of a lot of people's fantasy because it's that contrast the black with the white uh, a lot of people are into that i think you have to do a little communicating isn't that like you said it's what it's all about yeah go yeah. make that shit happen i, mean, I know i know it's I've always wanted that scenario. That's on my list too. So this is like perfect. When he said he wanted it, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, we can make that happen. Yeah, totally. I got it. I could see why that would be hot. I mean, listen, you already know that you like having sex with other people. So you're putting someone else in the room. You used to do it with that guy and his wife. It's now it's like you and your your sub. I could see why that would be hot. You'll have to come back in and update us when you do come on. I will. Uh, I'm sure you'll will. do the whole episode on your 
podcast. Give a shout out to where everyone could find all your stuff. And of course, I'll put a link uh, to your website in my description, but give your shout out to everything before we go. Yeah, thanks, Kathy. So everybody can find me at, I just tell you the easiest way, go to thecuriousworlddiaries.com. And from there, you can navigate to all my socials, just roll down at the bottom. Uh, you can listen to my podcast, The Curious World Diaries, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Go ahead, like it, subscribe, download it. You will love it. I definitely am very salacious, as you can tell. And then the last thing I also have is a private podcast, which is on my website, thecuriousworlddiaries.com. And you can subscribe for extra bonus content. That's where I get into the extra spicy audio, things that I don't want to get in trouble for on the public side. So it must be really dirty because you can't get a lot away with a lot on <laughs> on the regular podcast. So that's where she gets extra dirty, which I so I'm sure yes. it's fucking worth it. So anyway, Leela, <laughs> thank you so much for calling in and doing this Girl Talk episode. It's all going to be about your dom and your sub and your sub and your dom. <laughs> I know. I love awesome. it. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at strict anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at strict anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous picks of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.